right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Field of Football Podcast. We're your hosts, Brandon and Justin Fields. And this one's a little interesting. We're going to try this from the Anchor app today. Um, I am still on the road in California. Um, so thank you for being patient with us. I know it's been a while, um, but we couldn't wait any longer. Just a lot going on in the fantasy realm. And so we just want to be sure that we're staying up to date with everything um, and for you guys. So we had a collaboration uh, with another fellow Instagram account. Uh, we went over just a few players and their current ADP. So for those of you who don't know, uh, average draft position uh, that you would find in the current mock drafts going on. So Justin and I compiled, got together, and came to a consensus on one quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, and a tight end. So five players that we think, again, and it's based off their ADP. So we're not trying to tell you that here's QB1, here's running back one. We're not saying that. What we're saying is right. simply where you will find them at their ADP, so their average draft position, that's a lot of value. Um, so a surprise pick at that pick, um, you're surprised he may be there. Some of you may feel the opposite, and that's why their ADPs may be low. So just be mindful of that. Um, again, guys who can help you out. So uh, Exactly. Like So, for example, Ben Roethlisberger, his ADP right now is 131. That's around the the end of the 11th round that's value you want somebody who's late like that so you can stack your team and worry about a a particular position that's just exactly because what's going to happen is you're going to find yourself in a certain draft strategy based off of what's currently going on you'll go in with a all right i want to go running back strong crap i ended up with a six pick the guys in front of me all went five Mm -hmm. running backs deep what do i do um so this will allow you to kind of think of that and get away from your strategy or stick to it um, so let's just get started with the first one. We have quarterback. Uh, I know personally, I, this was one for me and Justin. It's just kind of easy. Uh, Matthew Stafford, his ADP right oh, now yeah. is 113. And I, I'll kind of give my take on this and why I, I voted for him. Um, so in a 10-man in a league, again, you're, you're looking right around 11th round, third pick. So that's a pretty good spot. Um, you're able to pick 10 skilled players before Very him, good. Uh, which would allow a lot of depth on your team beyond just the starters. In a in a 12-man, you're obviously looking somewhere in the 10th round, or excuse me, in the, yeah, 10th round. Yep, 10th round. Um, so that's where you'd find him. Now, and the reason why I mentioned this, he only played eight games last season. So I know the injury, all that good stuff. He's had a little bit of a pass. But remember, at that point, Last season, he was at 2,500 yards, 19 touchdowns, and five interceptions. Had he averaged that through 16 games, that's 5,000 yards, 38 touchdowns, 10 picks. That's second in yardage in the league by just a little. Uh, First in touchdowns and easily a top five finish for a fantasy quarterback. So, again, I know the injury history is there with him, but there's value there, no doubt, at 113. Absolutely. It, it, it was just a crusher, too. It, he, he got hurt with a, a gnarly back injury, and it's basically an uphill battle for him coming up this year, which is partially why he's going late in, in these rounds of mock drafts so far. So it's definitely you're, you're, you're taking a bit of a risk with the injury itself, but at the same time, that's exactly why we're saying or mentioning him. Yeah. This is a late pick. You can afford to do this. So if he can stay healthy – like we just said to our point, that is tremendous value that you can get a top five quarterback in the 10th or 11th round. That that's yep. just, that's insanity. So Matthew Stafford should have a great year. If All right, Justin, so what's one of our running backs healthy. that we had? 
One of our running backs is a guy who is a very well-known name, and he has changed teams. He had a very down year last year, very disappointing year, and that's Todd Gurley. Uh, currently, he, they have him at his ADP is forty-one. And just a note, guys, and we, we noticed that's trending up. So when we were when we first came out, this was at yes, forty-nine. It's so it's consistently changing. changing. Uh, but go ahead, Justin. It's consistently changing. That's why you got to practice. So you just got to continue to practice. But that results to right now so far an early fourth round. And I know what you're thinking. That's not too bad. That's not that late. Well, it, when, it, when it comes to running backs, it, it, around the fourth, fifth, sixth round, that's, it's, it, it gets really, really shady as far as just depth-wise, meaning you're not going to get a lot of value in those later rounds, the fourth, fifth, sixth rounds. So if you can get a running back like a Todd Gurley in an early fourth round where you can easily focus on you know mm-hmm. high-tier wide receivers, yep. maybe a high-tier tight end, and then you could still get a solid possible top 12 running back in the fourth round, or I'm sorry, not top 12. I would say top seven running back in the, in the early fourth round. I mean, you're stealing. That's an absolute steal. So, but again, he changed teams in the injury that you're taking a risk. So it's, it's, and we and Justin have been talking a a lot about this topic lately. And I know maybe you guys have heard it, but running back by committee guys, that's something that the NFL is evolving into. And we can talk more about that later. But the fact that Todd Gurley isn't on a committee, that is value just in itself. And that's going to become a value trait as we move forward in fantasy football. So remember to keep your eye out on that when you're doing mock drafts. Just take a peek. Make sure the depth of running back isn't a threat for the guy you're drafting. Um, Now, Todd Gurley, going back to him, something Mm -hmm. that's going to help too, um, just Atlanta, they have such a strong pass game. When the Rams were clicking, that's when Todd Gurley was able to feast. When they weren't clicking that offensive line, wasn't doing well in the pass protection, teams were stacking the box. Todd Gurley faced more stacked boxes in his career last year than he has before. Um, But I also know that Dirk Cutter, the OC, he hates running the ball. We all know that. But the checkdowns exist in that offense. Um, He only had 31 receptions last year, guys, but I I think he can get up to the 50, and that puts some points on him. But he had 857 yards rushing, but 14 total touchdowns. So if he can produce those touchdowns again at a fourth-round pick, I think that's value. And Todd Gurley is going to – he had 31 receptions only last year as opposed to the year prior he had 59, the year prior exactly. he had 64, both with at least 80-plus targets. He only had 49 targets last year. He, we were just statting this out earlier. He had – Chris Carson had yep. more receptions than Todd Gurley. So what Brandon – to Brandon's point with Dick Carter, he's going to – Matt Ryan is going to check yep. down to Todd Gurley all day, all day in the week. So – those numbers will go up Something and to look, look to. like to yeah. himself if he can maintain. So, yes, absolutely. All right, and then the second running back that we had was David Montgomery. Um, going right around oh. that same area, uh, I know when we were – I think he's currently at 49, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and we yes, – yeah, we had him around 50, 49 realm. when we did this, so that's, that's perfect. Um, he's still in that area. Again, a great guy um, who, who had 889 – rushing yards last year, seven total touchdowns, 25 receptions. Now, he was a rookie, so this has a lot to do with how much they're going to trust him to be able to handle the offense, um, how long they're going to have him out on the field, all of that stuff. With that being said, moving into year two, I do think that they get him a lot more involved. I think that he'll have a lot more opportunities for receptions, 
and he'll allow a little bit more of an increase in yardage. 889 as a rookie is not bad at all. Um, seven total touchdowns is also great. And he was behind a so-so offensive line and an offense that just, just really – didn't What's yeah, it didn't really click. Horrible, horrible. Um, so hopefully they get that all changed around. And this is a guy again, like Justin mentioned, it, it's it doesn't seem like value, but when you get to that deep into the draft and you're looking at running backs in that area, and we're talking Mark Ingram's who's in a committee, uh, we're also James Connor possible committee there. Devin Singletary is going before both those guys, and he's also possibly in a committee. So just Absolutely. things to keep your eye on, guys. Absolutely. So and, and with David Montgomery, I think he's going he should have a big year uh, with Nick Foles being there. That's going to help the situation out a bit. Yes, I, I said it. I think Nick Foles is going to be playing over Mitch, but probably not a shocker. But it's going to help David's situation out even more. The offensive line, let's just cross fingers. They got better. They didn't, they didn't really address it too, too much this, this offseason. Not enough to make it a lot better for David's situation, but again, Another year, a second year, he got opportunity. Yeah, it was there. I mean, he had 242 carries. It was there. And he was targeted a well, a good amount with 35 as a rookie. That's not too bad, like to Brandon's point again. he it, The value is great because he's going to get opportunity. And again, he is not part of a committee. Tariq Cohen is there, but it was phasing out towards the end of the year. They want to use David. They moved up in the draft to get this man last year. So they, they want to use this guy. They believe in him, yeah. and I no, think we I both do as well. agree. Um, and so uh, moving into the wide receivers, I know our <coughs> excuse me our consensus wide receiver one uh, was going to be Brandon Cooks. So he currently moved over to the Houston Texans after DeAndre Hopkins uh, parted to Arizona. Now, Brandon Cooks, is he's been so up and down in fantasy uh, just from the past two years. Yeah. Uh, two years ago, you know, we're looking at 1,200 yards, 80 receptions, five touchdowns. But then only last year, 42 receptions, only 583 yards and two touchdowns. Mindful, he only did start 11 games, played in 14. Rams offense that I just mentioned didn't really figure out the pass protection and weren't able to play to his strengths, whereas now he's going to a team just vacated 150, 180 targets out the door. Not saying that Brandon Cooks is going to absorb all those targets. However, he does have a good amount coming his way, and he enters the team as a wide receiver one in my eyes on their roster, and somebody that Deshaun Watson can still get the deep ball to. Again, not DeAndre Hopkins because DeAndre Hopkins is a crazy individual. But yeah, uh, this League is someone who can still perform well. And at an ADP of currently seventy-eight, mm-hmm. um, you're that's to me that's value in the tenth round, or sorry, the ten-man league. You're looking at the seventh round. Um, seven. So that's, I think yeah. that's great value for a guy who could potentially be your wide receiver too in your fantasy team. And a very good wide receiver too. So if, if you can seriously, if he stays there where you can, if you're able to grab him in the seventh round, again, that's a wide receiver one with a great young quarterback in Deshaun Watson. And like you said before, just a lot of targets there still to be had. It, again, if he can just stay healthy, and show good signs to where he yeah, used I think to be, he, I think which I believe too. he will. If, yeah. if he just had a down year, it's it's you're stealing again. It's an right. absolute and I, steal I think for with his track record, being able to post four consecutive thousand yard receiving seasons, I think you can it's safe to say that last year is just a mm-hmm. hiccup. Um, I think moving forward, that you can count on him. 
Yeah, it, the offense last year for LA was just and it, and then was who was our second wide everybody receiver last year? So our second one, we have Michael Gallup. His ADP right now is at eighty four, and that's looking like at the end of the seventh, in the beginning or end of the seventh, early eighth. He, I, I, I believe he's going to have a great year. Um, especially at this value. C.D. Lamb does worry me just a little bit. I'm not going to lie. But Gallup showed signs to me that when Cooper right. went down, he stepped up. And he got his, he was feasting with Dak. And he, and he was looking fantastic. I just, you know, again, his value there, though, at the seventh round, that's tremendous value. Another great wide receiver, too, who can be uh, uh, another great wide receiver, too, that you can get that late. It's just something you cannot pass up. I like I said, I just cannot say this enough. You you do have to just watch with CD yeah. just a little bit. Obviously, but again, you want to watch another great wide receiver too. That you way, know, when someone like that gets added to the offense, right? But always remember, guys, that rookie. What do we say about rookie wide receivers? They never they never actually yeah. output what you think they're going to do. So they, there's a lot on their plate no. when they come into an NFL and the offense and understanding it in a whole at, in whole. And so they're really only out there for limited packages. Um, now, there's always going to be those receivers that are outliers to what I'm saying, but the general amount of wide receivers that are rookies don't actually do as well as you think they are based off of just their skill. Well, that and also to the point of that, it was well, Mari Cooper itself and his injury history. I mean, yeah. if he went down again, I don't think any of us would no. be that surprised or shocked. So and he you, would just move into that wide receiver yeah, one role. And again, if you're getting a wide receiver one that late you know, at that point, I mean, that's yeah, Gallup, what he was doing. So he had it, it, it's a lot of upside for Gallup. Only 66 receptions, a number you would definitely like to see mm-hmm. come up. 1,100 yards and six touchdowns. Uh, a guy who averaged 10.5 points a game in fantasy. Yeah. Definitely a wide receiver, too, for me in my eyes. Uh, he can even be your wide receiver three, depending on your draft. And we mentioned two and three because we you wouldn't want to wait this long to get your wide receiver one. Not highly recommended. Um, if that's your draft strategy, then you know, no. good luck to you. Um, but in a PPR league, that's going to be really tough on you. So just be mindful. This, these guys can be your two. If you add them as your wide receiver three or your flex, uh, even, you know, hats off to you. That's That's excellent. That's that's Absolutely. one of the best in your league, I guarantee oh. you, if you have Gallup as your wide receiver through your flex. All right, and that that's last the, one of the best in your guys, league. Uh, tight end, you know, there's we and Justin had a couple, um, but we're going to stick with our one. We have Hayden Hurst, um, you know, currently playing for the Atlanta Falcons. His ADP is 145. Um, so in a 10-man, your 14th round, um, it, possibly, it, you know, even undrafted in some where you could – get him after the fact but just the guy who gets inputted into a position on an offense that yielded over 80 targets to austin hooper um i know him and matt ryan had a lot of chemistry they worked on that for years however hayden hurst to me is a better athlete and all-around blocker than austin hooper was so i think hayden hurst gets put in a really good position uh to succeed just be mindful it is his first year with them so you know if you want to wait on your tight ends this is a guy you can risk and wait to the very end. Um, but if you could just snag him on your bench as your tight end two, just in case your tight end one doesn't pan out how you think, maybe go with like a Chris Herndon earlier on because you're hearing great things coming out of New York about him. But he just doesn't pan out after three weeks and you notice Hayden Hurst is starting to get some targets. Now you're more comfortable with that. 
um, rather than having to dig through free agency for tight ends. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, with When Hayden Hurst first signed with Atlanta, I just remember you and I discussing that, and you were very, very high on that pickup for you guys as far as a team. But with just Hayden Hurst itself as talent-wise, he's, he's, he is very talented. He just Absolutely. he was disguised well in Baltimore. Just the way they used him, and don't get me wrong, they used him very well for his strengths. Like you said before, yeah. he's a great blocker. He's way better than Hooper. He's a great blocker. He was more used to that extent with Mark Andrews ascending, yeah. ascending with the touchdown looks in the red zone. You know, Hayden Hurst was just this guy. So this guy is very talented, and he's just moving into an offense that does utilize the tight end position very, very well. Matt Ryan loves to throw it to his tight end. So, it, again, it's just it, more opportunity for a guy that you can get very late. And if you can get a guy like this late with that opportunity scale exactly. that high. And, and that's the whole point of these ADPs. And absolutely we'll bring more of so. these things to you guys. That, again, this is going to change. Um, so we're, I'm kind of excited to see what we have, you know, later on down the road. We'll keep bringing you more of these, you know, mini episodes as I'm <laughs> yeah. on the road, hoping to be back in, you know, a little, little over a month. But we'll see how that goes. But in the meantime, this is what it's going to have to do. So thank you guys for being patient and tuning in to another episode of the Fields of Football podcast. 